Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 214. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Bumpin' the Night Andy. I'm here, and I am uh, not scary, so I don't know why you, you want to assign that to me. Well, very normal can go bump in the night. Uh, before we get into any of that kind of stuff, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast, uh, which I was not on this week. Um, on- no, and we didn't mention it until the end of the episode. Oh, thank you for noticing. <laughs> we just started talking and then like, wait. Uh, I'm yeah, typically pretty on. quiet in most of the sports talk. I, I t- tend to interject only in basketball or things that I just feel like I have a quick opinion on. But uh, Oh, there was a lot of good basketball to talk about. Um, but there is actually something I want to mention about the episode. I forgot. Masters. Um, so I did not post it because I was like, yeah, that too. We forgot about the Masters both weeks. How do you forget about that? Well, um, last week was the week to talk, or this was the week to talk about it. I know, but it was. It was I guess you could have been like, oh, weekends. it's coming up. Yeah. Um, but so this week, uh, I didn't post it because I was like, oh, I'll post them together. And then I realized we talked about the Champions League games that happened today. Perfect. Um, <laughs> so those have already happened by the time that episode will go up. But I mean, it went as expected. So we, we oh, said that, like, go. oh, this is what's going to happen anyway. So, uh, well, but it was still like, even oh, better. yeah, yeah, I guess we should just do stuff on the news that has already happened. Like, yeah, just, you know, predict yeah. the events that have already watch unfolded. out for that. That senator from Illinois. Yeah. I think he's going to might be president someday, you know, something like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's get into our la- our, uh, our current story, uh, which is why I said uh, bump in the night, Andy. So I was a uh, house and dog sitting with my fiance and uh, it's a, you know, a new house, gated community, uh, smart home, security system, the whole deal. They have a little dog. And about three in the morning, I wake up to some like bumping sounds. Uh, they're like thuds almost. And the first couple, I, I you know, they wake you up and I was like, what's that? I was like, the alarm's not going off. I was like, I don't think anything's rumbling the house or trying to get in. And then I hear it again. And it wakes up my fiance. I was like, hmm, something is afoot. And so I looked out the window and sure enough, there's a guy with a jack changing a tire because that's what you do at three in the morning. Uh, so, and then before I fell back to sleep, I was like, what if that's all just a ploy, you know, a little sleight of hand. Cause I recently, I recently watched man on a ledge, you know, look over here while we do something over there. Uh, yeah. but nothing happened in that house. So maybe someone else got, you know, punked or whatever. Uh, otherwise it was just someone changing a tire at three in the morning. You think it could have been like part of like a Nicolas Cage style conspiracy? Maybe it was gone in six, 60 seconds. I think it was a uh, Alexis IS uh, series car, if uh, I saw correctly. Uh, and it did look like it had a modified hood. So, yeah. I mean, they had names for all of those cars. Maybe this one was you know Jasper or something. I was not even thinking about that. I was thinking of like he was robbing the state house or something. Oh. 
some like old document he had to get. Well, I went more specific to his Gone in sixty Seconds movie where they're stealing yeah. cars versus they both work. The Declaration of Independence. <laughs> um, you know, the Declaration of Independence from Santa Ana to Mexico, maybe. Yeah, it happens. That old? Yeah, you know, I don't know. Um, so, needless to say, nothing happened. But you know, it's always exhilarating when, uh, like, oh, what, what, is something going down? Uh, where's my weapon? Yeah, then I just went back to Slumber City. Okay, uh, shall we get into the pod? Actually, I guess real quick, have you had any of those at your new place? I know your neighbors above you are noisy, but that's not exactly like someone's coming in your window, and you're on the first floor, Andy, not to uh, spook you out too much. You're also yeah. in Irvine, though. Every so often, uh, someone will come home late, and like, yeah, right outside my bedroom window is kind of like the parking lot, but those spots are usually filled, but you know, every so often, someone will be like, out there and they park and their car is still running and oh. you know they're they're on the phone with someone it's like uh it's one o'clock what's, what's going on here yeah uh, it's, i would really like to huck a water balloon at that kind of a person you know but i mean what are you gonna do like you should have a, a you know a bucket of water balloons at your bedside you're just inviting trouble that way like the kind of person who's doing that is not someone you want to throw water balloons at i don't know maybe they're not gonna be like oh i'm sorry i didn't i apologize that they're gonna come in and come get you <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's move right along. Uh, we have some uh, bad news, which is inconvenient news at the same time. Now that movie theaters are opening back up, one of them just closed down and it's a famous, famous one. Overpriced, but famous. Yeah, the chain of movie theaters, Arclight, has decided they will not reopen their theaters. Um, this you know this month or whenever like for they're, they're shutting down for good they are uh gonna default on all their uh their properties and everything and just let it uh you know all go away um and that includes their their very famous arc light in hollywood the uh the dome that was uh you know very famously uh shown in uh once upon a time in hollywood mm-hmm. but it's it's a famous landmark and it's something that a lot of hollywood people actually go to the movies there um, I'm surprised Christopher Nolan hasn't already been like, I'm buying it, and so it's going to stay as is. That's going to happen. So the well, thing no, is, I heard Light, a planetarium's already taking it over. Really? It's okay. a perfect well, dome. So the, I mean, the the ArcLight runs multiple theaters, so like most of them aren't landmarks. Yeah. Uh, so those are just closing. But uh, they had hoped that they would they were going to open soon and make have this big comeback. But I think they decided they looked at the landscape and saw there's not enough stuff. It's going to be released to save them. There's no uh, Gerard Butler or Liam Neeson movie on the horizon. Well, there's plenty of them. They just don't save. We need it fast and the furious and we needed it now. Yeah. No, I mean, that's really is all these those types of movies like um, Top Gun was supposed to come out, I think, in September or something like that. They moved it again. Mm -hmm. Uh, So even though things are, are getting better and opening up, the movies want to wait until maximum profits, you know, that. I mean, we talked about it before, 75% capacity isn't good enough for some of these movies. They want 100%. So Yeah, I mean, history is not going to look kindly on an asterisk when, you know, your movie doesn't produce. It's, it's just going to see the final figure and say, well, that's it for that. Maybe Fast yeah. and Furious should have come out, like, this weekend. Well, no, I mean, Universal is making the right decision, you know, in their self-interest and that that movie will make $600 million or whatever, uh, when things are 100% open, 
But if they if they put it out now, uh, it'll probably be the best performing movie we've had in a year. But it's still way below the six hundred million. So yeah, my, uh, precisely like, my point of saying Fast and yeah, Furious should do it because you want it to not be seen. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I from mean, they the have people to wrap it up the, eventually, yeah. right? They can't do twenty six of these. Oh, things. it's going to keep going. I mean, Vin Diesel can't get any balder. Um, I think that's factually accurate. Yeah. You know, he was in the news recently, I guess, uh, like the, he has a house in like the Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico or something. And the, like it's in a cul-de-sac of a nice gated community and all that. And the neighbors are pissed because his armed guards are very obnoxious. Have you heard the story? No. And so like they're, they're stopping traffic. They're, uh, you know, getting in the way of driveways when he like his family goes on a bike ride uh, and all sorts of things. And I guess his people have said, well, it's not for him. It's for his family. That's yeah, that's this is true. Yeah, well, because you think if you kidnap Vin Diesel's family, uh, that would just be a movie already. Right. Yeah, I feel like you go to Rob Vin Diesel. All you're getting is like a wardrobe of white shirts and tank tops. But you could see that scenario of like him on the phone. Yeah. You don't know what kind of mess you just got yourself in. <laughs> you took my family. <laughs> like you made that one. Do you remember that movie that came out in like 2002? Is that a man apart? Like, was that what it was called? Where it was like the, the cartel killed his whole family? I've never seen it, but it sounds like that movie. Yeah, I don't remember. And it was just like, yep, that's that kind of movie. Like. Arnold Schwarzenegger's governor right now, so we need someone else to make this one. Yeah. yeah um, just not the same. Just not the same. No, we need him to do more roles like Boiler Room. He was actually pretty good in that. Yeah. Not yeah, more DM- or, uh, DMX. We'll get there. Uh, not more Triple X. More Boiler Room. Yeah. Xander Cage is extreme. Yeah, I'm surprised he actually hasn't done more things because he's kind of beloved in a way for, for a lot of people. Yeah. That he would just be in like, like, why isn't he in Daddy's Home Three? You know, hey, how do we know he's not? He's the, he's uh, the guy's cousin. What's his name? Mark Wahlberg, or uh, yeah. um, the bigger version of Mark Wahlberg that is in the second one. What's his name? Wasn't that John Cena? John Cena. Maybe it's his cousin or yeah, something. So they, why don't they do? They should do compete for the same roles. And and John Cena's his brother. If you didn't know, yeah, they're they're brothers. What do you mean, like um, real? No, but in yeah. the in the movie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Which makes no sense. Everyone's like, wait, One, I don't think that's how genetics work. One's yeah. kind of black or something. <laughs> what is Vin Diesel? I think he's Italian. Is he Italian? Is his name like Vincent? Italian. That's very Italian, so probably. Yeah, but his last name is a Diesel. It's probably like a Diesele or something. He changed it. I think so. I'm, I'm looking this shit up. Yeah, look this shit Diesel up. Diesel is not a real fucking name. <laughs> no, exactly. None of these people use their real name. Uh, his real name is uh, Mark Sinclair. It's <laughs> 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 pretty gangster. <laughs> Oof. Well, there you go, folks. You learn something every day. Yeah, so so Vin Diesel is an entirely uh, stage name. He also registers at five eleven and a half. You know, I thought you kind of ditched the half when you you know hit a teenager. You know, remember when you're nine, you're like, 
I'm five foot six and a half. I don't know if that's well, a common height for a nine year old or not. Uh, but yeah, you know, I don't think so. I probably was. Um, all right. Well, yeah. So I think maybe Vin Diesel will buy the Arclight. Either way, I, I don't see the, that specific one in, in Hollywood uh, going away. I've seen The Revenant there. I saw the movie Her there. My brother-in-law's sister lives around the, uh, the corner from it. So we've gone up there a couple of times, I think just for those two, uh, to see those movies. Like, you know, how they come out like a week in advance at you know limited theaters kind of thing. That would always be one of them. And so we would go well in advance. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, it was the movie her with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, where some actress was in the movie and she was actually sitting in front of us. My uh, brother-in-law's sister recognized her and she also left after her scene. Um, okay. Kind of neat. I have no idea who well, it was or anything. Amy like that. Adams. What a bitch. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's fun, you know, to go down there. I mean, it's a pain in the ass. And it's probably like 30 bucks a ticket to do it. You know, you're part of history, I guess. They always have like the costume on display from one of the big movies that's going to be there or, you know, memorabilia from the actual movie. You know, they don't they don't just do a cardboard cutout of Tim Allen. They actually bring in the damn reindeer. You know, they do it. up. Yeah. So. Well, I think um, I mean, if it is close for a period of time, they can uh, hire Kramer to uh, restore the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Get that hot dog machine working again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm sure there'll be news about that uh, again soon. Um, oh, really quick. Also, this is not in our uh, schedule here, but just to touch on it. So Disneyland reopening, they uh, have begun taking reservations. If you already had valid tickets, which probably not many people did uh, tomorrow or depending on when you're listening to this today at, I believe, 8 a.m., so you might have already missed the mark, tickets go on sale. Uh, you have to have a ticket before you can make a reservation. Uh, so you also have to live in California, which we discussed uh, last time. So DeMarcus Cousins may or may not have some issues uh, getting into the park. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I can only imagine we'll be talking about how ridiculous the – you know, website crashed nine times for people trying to get tickets. You have probably had people like getting P.O. box addresses in California so that they could somehow get a ticket in to go from, you know, uh, Sheboygan. You're going to get bots. Bots are going to buy up all the tickets and put them out on the Internet. You're yeah. going to have to use Bitcoin to buy it. It's Maybe. I, I think you're going to have to produce a valid ID, uh, which is funny considering all these companies talking about the Georgia thing. There's yeah. so many requirements for an ID. Coca-Cola is pulling their products out of Disneyland. Yeah. I heard. Um, but yeah, so I, I imagine we'll discuss that some uh, more uh, as they open, which is in the 30th, which is like this, the last Friday of the month. Okay. I did see a different Disneyland story this week too. Oh, what do you got? Uh, they're loosening their uh, dress code rules. Uh, they are now allowing men to wear makeup and jewelry. What do you mean? Like into the park? No, like the employees. <laughs> to what? Like operate a ride? They can. Before there was very strict dress code. Like this is because, I mean, they're all supposed to be like characters and everything. Yeah, I, I don't like, understand you gotta look that like this. Then. So like a guy could wear eyeliner if he wants now. He better be before, dressed be, up as. Before uh, it was banned. Uh, well, he better be dressed up as uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. 
yeah, I guess that's probably they probably want you to. So, I mean, the whole point is, yeah, they they had very strict like this is this character or not character, but whatever this ride, this is the dress code, and this is exactly how it is, no exceptions. You have to have your hair this way. You you can't your hair can't be longer than this and all this stuff. And they just kind of said, yeah, it's kind of outdated. So if a if a guy wants to have an earring, that's fine. Before that, you couldn't. So I don't know. Interesting. The pageantry is a big deal. We'll see. So what it means is like you're going to get like Boy George is going to be working there yeah. and it'll be fine. <laughs> Saying like, welcome to the Avengers ride or yeah. something. Oh, Avengers and- Land is opening June 4th. So almost a year after it was supposed to open. Should be July 4th to respect the fallen uh, that Thanos took yeah. from us. Well, I think last year it was going to be July, <laughs> but they had a lot of time to work yeah. on it. Um, so hopefully they don't have any malfunctions like that Star Wars ride. On this June 4th, we declare our independence from Thanos. Yeah. Now, Thanos is uh, James Brolin, right? It's Josh Brolin. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But that's Thanos? Yeah. The guy with the enormous chin and he's purple? Yep. I mean, don't be racist. Not many people know this, but he's a a big Lakers fan. He might be. All right. Well, speaking of Avengers, tell us about the toxic Avengers movie. There is they're remaking the Toxic Avenger uh, for a new generation. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Toxic Avenger has nothing to do with the Avengers, but it is a uh, it is a somewhat famous B movie. Uh, one of these like um, bad effects, silly stuff happens <coughs> where it's it is oh, it a looks uh, like there's a movie from 1984. It's from 1984, and it is it is a like a spoof of a. Of like a superhero thing where this uh, janitor becomes. He was 98 pounds of solid nerd until he becomes the toxic Avenger. Yes. So the, the company behind that movie, Troma, is kind of like famous as this production company of like awful type movies uh, that become like cult classics. Uh, so they are remaking the toxic Avenger. Um and I'm excited that the the writer and director of this project is uh, Macon Blair, who uh, I've liked the stuff he's done before. He's, he acts and he writes and directs. And he's uh, he was in uh, Green Room, which I enjoyed a lot. That was a good um, one. Yeah, and a movie called Hold the Dark that's on Netflix. He uh, wrote that one. Um, he's good. I, so I want to see what this is. This project's going to be. Uh, but they announced a couple people that are going to be in it. Uh, so Jacob Tremblay, who is eight years old now, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be in it. So I don't know. I mean, I guess he's probably 19 already now. We just didn't realize it. He was born in 2006. So like I said, 19. Yeah. Um, like we forgot, like the, the Good Boys movie actually came out in 2011. It just we all we lost track of time. Was it really 2011? Um, I don't think no. so. <laughs> It's 2019. I think it's still, it still two years ago, but you know, time time is hard yeah. to understand. Uh, and then uh, they cast an adult who is uh, to be sensitive to Jacob Tremblay. They cast an adult who actually is shorter than him, and that is Peter Dinklage. Oh, so, <laughs> uh, that's exciting. I I wish he was in more things. I think I think Dinklage is he's a star. Like he's he's got an energy to him that I love to see. I wish he was in more things. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like he could, he could be anything and you believe it. Right. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, well you got to write a role because he's, he's smaller. It's like, no, just make him, he could do anything. And it, you believe it. Cause he's so good. Yeah. He's uh 
phenomenal. He's actually American, too, which is weird. Yeah. They just assume he would be British. Yeah, because of the Game of Thrones thing. Yeah. Well, just because he's an actor. And the Game of Thrones thing. Yeah. Although, was there any other? I wonder if any of the other main cast was American. Definitely not. I don't think so. (laughs) Uh, But that's a good sign for a movie. It's got people involved that I like, so. Yeah, it'll be good. And uh, I like those kind of stupid me- movies, so. Yeah, I don't know if I'll have the, a chance to see it, but. Uh, oh, you'll have a chance, but will you have the will to see it? Yeah, exactly. So, you know what movie I most likely will see? And by most likely, I mean like 100%. Indiana Jones, number five. Number five, because you should just watch all the other ones, too, because they're still good. Yeah, uh, but there the new one. There's a new one. It's still still being made, still coming out next year. Directed by James Mangold. Yes. So Spielberg not involved, Lucas not involved. Wait, was this the project they pulled from Georgia? Didn't he pull a project from Georgia? No, no, that was Will Smith. No, I think well, he maybe had said he won't work there ever again or something. Who? I'm pr- Mangold. I'm pretty sure he was in the oh. news about that recently. Maybe, but I I doubt Indiana Jones five would film in Georgia anyways. Why not? They have so many, um, you know. I don't know. Tombs yeah. and things there. <laughs> Come on. Of course. Digging up Confederate graves and stuff. I don't think that's. Whoa. Is it going into oh, yeah. that? Yeah, okay. Uh, well, uh, a couple bits of news for Indiana Jones 5. Uh, first off, John Williams will be doing the score. So he is he is quite an old man. Um, so this is. We this need to will freeze be one him or his, something. We yeah, can't have will him be go. One, it will be one of his final projects. I don't. It, hopefully, not his final project. But it's also great news that uh, he will be scoring this one. I'm, it's exciting. Uh, obviously, the Indiana Jones music is so iconic. Yeah, along with the the Star Wars ones. Yep. I and whistle then, an Indiana Jones one without even realizing it. Yeah, one Jurassic Park. Oh, I play that on the piano. Yeah, of course. Just forever. It's, it's so important to our culture. Uh, but the the other bit of news for Indiana Jones Five is they announced the the female lead here, so uh, probably not the love interest. I'll say because yeah, what's uh, going on here is eighty. Uh, but Phoebe Waller Bridge will be the female co star in this movie. Uh, she's of the the show Fleabag. Uh, that's her own show, like that she wrote, directed, starred in. Uh, very critically acclaimed. I still never watched it, but it's uh, I mean it's very British, so. Just, if it was American, I'd probably have seen her already, and mm-hmm. that's that's my own fault. But uh, that's a very highly acclaimed show, and then she also, uh, I think, developed Killing Eve as well. Oh wow! So she had like a pretty good TV resume, like right off the bat. So and she's, she's a L three thirty seven in Solo. Yes, she was in Solo. She was the robot in Solo. So she kind of worked with. Uh, so she's worked already. with Lucas. Yeah, she's worked with uh, Lucas arts or whatever lucasfilm already i like how they still call it lucasfilm i believe even though uh, george lucas is just a guy wandering in the forest at this point well um <laughs> you know, it's pageantry and that's what he wanted to do with his life that's fine he recreated an entire star wars planet in his house it's a yeah. you know, 3d world and he's just in a room but he could talk to robots and maybe he is a robot in his mind I mean, he probably, I bet the land he owns is probably like worth more than Star Wars at this point. Like, you buy land in the Bay Area, it's worth a lot of money. So that's that's what you do. But uh, that's not the point. 
George Lucas is not part of this, so yeah. We don't so this need to talk is about it, expected but. July 29th, but 2022. Yeah, and those those dates are always uh, tentative, but it, it it sounds like when you when they announce cast members like this, that means like they're filming like tomorrow. I mean, yeah, Harrison time, Ford so. is like 80 years old. How uh, much action is he going to be doing? It's going to be his you son, know. and it's not even going to be even Stevens anymore, is it? So, so that's the thing. There's, uh, there isn't a lot of details. That's this is the, the only other cast member we, we've gotten. Uh, but Shia LaBeouf was definitely not in it. He's he's been canceled, I think, three times now. <laughs> so it's he's got the third strike. He's yeah, out. So it's it's over for him. Uh, I, I think it was over for him, anyways. For I don't this even remember the, the the one he was in was pretty bad, right? I it's barely not, even remember that one. It's not bad, but it's like a little off. That it's like because they had new technology, there was like terrible like CGI action sequences. Hmm. Like the the one that everyone remembers is Shia LaBeouf swinging from the trees like he's a monkey, and he's like keeping up that. during a car chase, and he's like swinging from the vines, and you're like, how do you guys not know this is stupid? Like <laughs> like Spielberg, like you're maybe the best filmmaker ever. How do you not know this is, looks so stupid? But maybe he just you know. love that scene. He's <laughs> always wanted to put it somewhere, and he's like, "Fuck it, this movie's not gonna be that good anymore." Make a goddamn Tarzan movie. Yeah, it's free. I think it's just free to make a Tarzan movie. Brendan Fraser stole that role, so that was not Tarzan. That was George the Jungle. <laughs> They're different properties. Same thing. <laughs> now give me another George of the Jungle, or put Brendan Fraser in Indiana Jones Five. Yeah. Oh, he could play his, his other son. son. Yeah, yeah, he's a little bit older. You know. We're talking about an 80-year-old man. He can have a 40-year-old son. And then somehow they uncover mummies. Yeah. You know, there, there you go. Uh, we just paycheck. had a Kong versus the zombie or the dragon thing. We can have a mummy meets Indiana. Let's do it. Yeah. I think they already have a script, though, but well, Indiana Jones 6. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm. I always like those movies. It, da, 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 da. That's how we can say it, it's coming out on uh, 4K next month. So, all in that them? box set. Yeah. Look at you, including For number five, an early cut of it too. I miss that ride. That's a fun ride. That I mean, it's it's very simple, but it never gets old. You know, it's yeah, not a roller yeah. coaster. It, it's all you know, oohs and ahs. It's, it's fun for fun. the whole family. Yeah, even the line is cool. Once you get inside, there's that movie you get to watch. Yeah, you got Salas in there. He tells yeah. you about the. There's that rope you can pull, and then there's like it's like people are underground and they're moving like an antique or an armoire or something. And they're like, "Hey, what are you doing up there?" Da, da, da. Yeah. You ever pull on that rope? <laughs> no. It says don't pull on the rope. So what do people do? Yeah. Pull on the rope, and then yeah, people uh, will shout from below like there's people down there. It's pretty fun. Doesn't it shoot air at you like uh, like the intro so you think you're alfred molina well on the ride yeah not in line oh i thought it was in line too i don't know no in line they have like the grooves in the floor like those uh spheres yeah yeah come up at you yeah spear not sphere uh indiana jones coming at you about a year and a half a little under okay uh so last week we spoke on this and uh, it wasn't official, but it basically was there. Uh, now it is. I think it was like a day after the pod. Uh, DMX has passed. Yeah, so it's it's official. 50 years old, um, but a good 50, right? 
I'd say a lot a lot got done in that 50. Yeah, he did a lot. So um you know, it's sad. It's I don't know what he was really up to <laughs> the last 10 years. I guess drugs. Yeah, um but you always hope that even when I mean, you could say the same thing about like Robert Downey Jr.'s 90s and now look at him, you know. There there's yeah. always hope for people, but Well, uh, Robert Downey Jr. to be fair was like probably 20 or 30 years old. Yeah. I feel yeah, like 50, you shouldn't be doing drugs. Call me old-fashioned. Yeah, but then again, I mean, look at the old people, old British rock stars. I don't think they do any more drugs, yeah. right? Ozzy probably couldn't even hold. Like, you imagined Ozzy doing, like, heroin or something? Like, he would miss his arm. <laughs> but I just doesn't, isn't he all fidgety? I, I bet the drugs that he does uh, are advertised on TV. Oh. Does this like Zoloft or something? Yeah. I don't know. Remember that show? Yeah. I was thinking Never about this the other day. I loved the remote because it was basically an iPad, but it was the size of the Bible and the screen was the size of an iPhone now. And I was thinking about this honestly, like two weeks ago. I was like, that was the coolest remote I had ever seen in my life because it probably cost a thousand dollars and it looked like it was a touch screen. And now it's probably the biggest heapingest pile of shit you could have for a remote. How the times have yeah. changed. Although I don't think they ever really got better. <laughs> Those universal remotes are still complicated as hell. Well, they probably just got faster. Yeah. More responsive, uh, better graphics, all that kind of stuff. But that was one of the things about that show I remembered. I also remember that Austin Powers made fun of it. Or like did a bit with them yeah. in one of the movies, right? Yeah, where they like changed to Austin. And I Powers think he's somehow. holding the remote. They're watching the TV, yeah. right? Oh, he's yeah. like, why is this on my TV? Yeah, full circle. <laughs> but yeah, DMX, sad. Um Yes. And so in his honor, I did watch one of his films. It's on HBO Max. Exit so. Wounds or Cradle to the Grave? Cradle to the Grave. Is that so a good? We'll talk about it. I will talk about it. So okay. hold on. Yeah, I see a 36 on the meta score. Oh, well, okay. But it does have Anthony Anderson. I will talk about it. All there right. Are, there's things, there are things that are worthwhile. Gabrielle Union's in it. There are things that are worthwhile in this film. That's all I recommend. Just be, just be patient. Okay. Um, all right. Well, anything else to add before we get into what we have been watching? Uh, nothing for the news. All right, yeah, pretty short and sweet. Well, before we get into what we've been watching, that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com, formerly known as The Simple Doggy. And if the Tony's Take listeners head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code... Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. You're going to get 65% off at checkout. You're going to want to head over there right now as you're listening to this pod and pick out the dog leash that you've been waiting for because it works with your dog's current collar or harness and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off. I don't know how long they can do this. It's been a while now, and uh, these things, I guess, are selling like hotcakes. So get yours while they last. Okay, Andy, how many things do you have? Uh, I'm going for a career high, I think. No, I, oh, I have eight. God. I have two. It's a it's empty weekend for me. So. I did watch the Masters all weekend, and I was house sitting. So, but I wasn't yeah. house sitting over the weekend. So I was just, I don't know what I did over the weekend. <laughs> you were with DMX. Who knows? Yeah. 
All right, well, do you want to do four, then I'll do two, and you do four or something? Sure. Let's, let's all figure something out. Um, so the first thing I have on here, so I, I let my uh, Disney Plus expire, so I watched Whoa. one last thing, um, and it was a... Uh, jungle to uh, Jungle. Is that on there? Oh, yeah. Oh, I missed it. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll get that later. I'm sure it still holds up, but it's completely culturally uh, sensitive. <laughs> Uh, but what I did watch is uh, Pixar's Ratatouille, which oh, I watched I had, that recently. I had not seen it since it came out way back when. And I had never seen it. It's, I mean, it's a Pixar movie. It's it's delightful and it's about food and it's got Pat Oswalt. And uh, I I don't think it's in their top half of movies. I think they there's better movies they've made. That's fine. Uh, but though. it's there's always it's always good quality. So I I enjoyed it, and you know I enjoy food. So oh yeah, can't go wrong with that. Uh, I also I watched Predators, which was the uh, the Predator sequel from about ten years ago, where it's like all the people, hmm. different people on that planet. Uh, it was interesting that that it had. Um, why am I blanking on the guy's name? The Oscar winner from Green Book, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Mahershala Ali. Oh, like he's oh, won he's two great. Oscars. He's won two Oscars, and he was in like twelve minutes of this movie. <laughs> and Danny Trejo. Yeah, Danny Trejo's in this. Uh, Walton Goggins. Goggins, and it's like all these people that are more famous Topher now. Topher Grace. Well, Topher Grace was that was the max of his popularity back then. But he always just did a, like movies where he's like dating the boss's daughter. Yeah, that, that's in, a good one though. <laughs> in good company, but I feel like he made like eight of those. You know, he has a new sitcom that just came out like this week. I think I saw that a commercial for it. Is yeah, that Home Economics. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I don't look. I really look rarely look into network sitcoms. So. Oh, it's on ABC. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't uh, it has tell you. Jimmy uh, T- Tatro. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. OK. It's not funny. His voice is just weird. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Predators is it's it's fun. I, I, I like the Predator series and this is just a fun one of that. There's Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne is in it for a minute and there's multiple Predators doing Weird shit. I feel uh, like better, I may have seen this. It's better than the one that came out a couple years ago. So if you're like, which Predator sequel should I watch? If I'm going to watch one of them, uh, I would go with Predator. The Predator. That's the 2018. Predator, yes. yes. Uh, so Predator. I feel like you should just watch the first Predator and then call it there. Well, you should if you if do yourself you a favor. If you haven't, but like if you want to watch one of the sequels, this is probably the best of the three sequels that have been made, including the Danny Glover one, which is still okay as well um mm. but I, I like it and it was on it was on hulu so i was like ah i can watch something for 90 minutes that i don't care too much about just put on family matters it's not on my list so oh missing out yeah you know urkel didn't come into play until like episode seven of season yeah one? yeah and wasn't it supposed to um the mom was supposed to be a bigger character i believe it was initially kind of because she was already in a show. Yeah, so it was kind of her character from this other show, which I'm forgetting what it was called. Where I think she was, it was an elevator Perfect Strangers. Operator. Yeah, Perfect Strangers. That's the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> well, um, the next one I have is called "You're Next," and this is a a horror movie from around ten years ago, and it's from the director of Godzilla vs Kong. So. Um, when I was looking at that movie, it reminded me, oh, I never watched that one. And I did want to see it if 
you probably recognize the like poster from it. It's the it's a home invasion movie where they wear masks of animals. I think so I've seen this one. And I remember so the trailer too. There's like five of those type of movies that came out all around the same time. Yeah. Um, but this one, they wear animal masks. That's what makes it different. Um, but no, it, it is just a, it's a clever home invasion movie, low budget. It's just like, there's not really people in it that you'd know. There's no, oh, it's Sonic got Rob cast. Moran. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's got people I'm sure that have been in things, but not really people you know. So well, everyone knows him. He's from the Fairly Brother movies, like uh, Dumb and Dumber. There's something about Mary. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but Me, it's, myself, it's, and Irene. It, it's a it, it's a really cool movie. So that's on that's on Hulu and Amazon, I believe. So it's worth checking out if you're a horror fan. Hmm. And you know what? I'm getting so confused because I feel like I've been like eating, drinking, sleeping Godzilla. Did I talk about how I watched Godzilla versus Kong last week? No. So last week I watched it. Okay. And you hadn't watched it yet. I had watched Brian Cranston's Godzilla. Yes. And okay. you watched, you watched Godzilla two first. Yeah. Not knowing that that was number two. <laughs> I just thought there were different movies. I didn't know there was a sequel. Why is it called Godzilla? Not two or something. You have to have a two on there. How am I supposed to know? You know, sometimes it, I will get into something like that. I have a movie. I have a sequel that I watched that uh, has a weird name to it. Well, I then have three. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. So before I get into the, the movie with the sequel I watched, so I'm going to do one more, then I'll, we'll, we'll turn it over to you. Uh, this is kind of quick. I watched a movie called Dreamscape, which I had never heard of from the 1980s. Uh, the poster, or like the little icon for the movie on just on HBO Max I was like, this looks like Indiana Jones. Like, what the fuck? It looks like just a ripoff of Indiana Jones. Yeah. What is this? Like, the guy's wearing, like, a, a brown jacket. I'm oh, like, it's okay. Dennis Quaid, though. Yeah, so it's Dennis Quaid. Christopher Plummer? And then, um, yeah, it's it's got a cool cast. It's uh, Christopher Plummer and Max von Sydow. So two people who, two old guys who recently died. <laughs> two actors we've lost in the last uh, year. Uh, but then also the, the female lead is the the woman from... The second Indiana Jones movie. Interesting. Well, crossover. Like, yeah. Is that like intentional? Like it's a, but then the, the poster is weird. Cause it's like, it's not an adventure movie or anything. It's, it's, it's kind of neat. It's, it's basically inception. Like Christopher Nolan was like, Oh, okay. That's great. It's like, um, they need psychics to, uh, go into people's dreams and like calm them down. <laughs> hmm. So it's there's a lot of those types of movies made in the 80s. And I think maybe this would have been better if I watched it in 1984. Yeah, um, like this guy who is a cobra or something. Yeah. But in, in 2021, I didn't love it. It was okay. But um, it just it's like, how did I never hear this movie before? There's so many movies that have been made in all of history. You know what movie I've been wanting to like find again? It was a movie I watched plenty of times when I was a kid. With, I think, Dennis Quaid and Martin Short, where is it? Dennis Quaid is like a, a scientist who shrinks himself down and yeah. gets like syringed into Martin Short. Yeah, I know that. I know that movie. I never watched it. It's a uh, inner space, I believe it's called. Oh, I, I think it's because like my brother or my probably my brother loved it. And so whenever it was on, he would make a fuss about it. And so he's my brother. I'm like, oh, I want to see this, too. It's like I'm probably six years old. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's Inner Space, 1987. Mm-hmm. Okay. So put that on HBO Max, guys. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is. Is it? It says it's a Warner Brothers movie, so. Well, I'll use my Just Watch <laughs> app to look it up. Yeah. I also looked up all the 007s on here the other day. They're all on Pluto TV, which is a free streaming app. I thought they were they were all on Amazon at one point, too. They move or? all the time. It's oh, like the yeah. Batmans. Uh, Inner Space is nowhere for free, but you can rent it just about everywhere go. for about three bucks. Yeah, maybe I it's... wouldn't rent it. It should be somewhere for free. Maybe a Joe Dante, the director, owns it outright. Who knows? No, because I'm pretty sure I, I saw it somewhere because that's what made me think of it the other day. But maybe not. Yeah. Joe Dante had a, had a good career for about 10 years. Two Gremlins movies, The Burbs and, and Inner Space. Burbs is still one of my favorite movies of all yeah. time. Well, that's pretty good. Pizza Dude. Yeah. Corey Feldman. <laughs> Small Soldiers. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, that's fine. Had one scene in orange. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, should I go in for a movie? Yes. All right. Well, I guess we already started with it. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I finally watched it. Um, it's enjoyable. It's action. Um, it is kind of funny because at the end of the day, these things are both animals. So I think they didn't want to be too like aggressive with the violence between them because you probably have like PETA on their breathing down their neck or something about it. It's like they're both fake. Uh, I get it. One of them is actually based on animals that exist in this world, but the other one looks like a Christmas tree. (laughs) So, yeah, (laughs) uh, which I still don't understand. Like, so he's a lizard, but he lives underwater. Why? Um, But I thought it was fine. I mean, I think the Brian Cranston one had a little bit more chops in the acting department because it was Cranston. Um, I honestly now no longer even remember the first Godzilla movie. Uh, and it's also been forever since I've seen any of the Kong ones. Uh, you had so, Kong Skull Island on when we were over there a couple months ago or whatever. So by first, one. which one do you mean? <laughs> you talking about the the recent first Godzilla, the Brian Cranston one. Is he? Yes. Okay. Then I'm talking about the second Godzilla. Yeah, that's the one that has the lady uh, from Conjuring. Yeah, and Kyle oh, Chandler. Oh, that's right. And she's Kyle, e- she gets medieval. Yeah, and Kyle and Chandler's it's got in the, this uh, guy movie from for... Jumanji. Uh, and you think he's the lead bad guy, but you find out she's yeah. the mastermind. Ah, uh, the Lannister. Yeah. Well, no, he'll for all always be the mailman hunter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't really remember where I was going with that. Godzilla v. Kong. So, I don't know. It was fine. And it's like, yeah, Kong, I guess, always has a human connection. And that's what makes us like him. Because, oh, he he understands, you know, some weirder person. In this case, a deaf girl. He shares 99% of our DNA, right? Yeah. Um, eh, It was fine. Like I said, it's an action movie. Uh, It could have used maybe some human fighting fist fist type of thing um i get the like the uh stranger things kind of thing like the phenomenon of kids helping solve things but let's be real come on that girl would have died with those easter eggs in that little hatch that was taken uh you know elon musk's channel from austin texas to beijing or wherever 
Don't worry uh, about it. <laughs> it's, it's the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remarkable future, I guess. <laughs> That's what I did see in like some review where it's like, this is supposed to be the same universe as that uh, Brian Cranston Godzilla, which was like very realistic. Yeah. And then like this movie is like, what, 10 years later and you've got the fucking Elon Musk tunnel and shit and then <laughs> flying cars that can go anti-gravity with missiles and shit. And, like, oh, yeah. I forgot about like, that. Oh, but it, it was cool. It was badass. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they do their little things where it's like, oh, this could power Vegas for half an hour. And they're like, ooh. That's yeah. exactly what Kong needs. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I guess the real losers here is Hong Kong. Don't <laughs> rebuild, but pushing them all into these things. Also, did Kong really need to grab an axe and that's his like weapon of choice? Come on. It was cool. I think it was, it was very like Thor's cool, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, only he can hold this thing because it's the size of, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge. I don't know. And then also, yeah, they build that Megalotron thingy uh, that can spew fire and poison and whatever else. Uh, but they, uh, he meets his maker. Also, yeah. the bad, the main guy who is like behind that company, I just couldn't see him in any role playing a bad guy other than being a drug dealer, like a kingpin. Yeah. I don't know, because he has that like Spanish flair to him and he'd always and you're like, I don't know, when they're wearing suits like that, you just assume and their underground layer, you just assume, oh, this guy's hawking coke, you know, left and right. No, he's a tech guy. <sighs> no, I think the Asian guy was the tech guy. This guy was just the. Yeah, I don't think I explained it too well. But the mastermind. It was like yeah. a Steve Jobs to Wozniak or something. And then the Asian guy is supposed to be the the other Asian guy's son. And they don't explain that. Oh, I didn't catch the, that. Whatsoever. You know the Ken Ken Watanabe, the big from, Asian guy from from all the other from the other two Godzilla movies. Seen the original Godzilla? Probably. I think it's why. He's, no, he's not that old. I'm sure he's been in in a Godzilla movie back in Japan though. Yeah, he just seemed like he was like, oh, okay, they kept someone from the yeah. first one or something. Yeah. Which I'm very interested in watching, like the original Godzillas. Uh, I didn't. I don't think like I saw 1954, them. Like, yeah, just because they'd be so bad, it'd be like Bobcat yeah. Goldthwait in One Crazy Summer running around yeah. uh, in that little suit. <laughs> How the times have changed. Um, but yeah, I, I watched Godzilla versus Kong, and yeah, you can you can still watch it. I believe it's through the end of this month, right? Yeah, so, so. thirty days from end of March, so. Get it out of your system while you can. Yep. Uh, how many more do you have? I've got four. I have two. Okay, I have one combined one. You want okay. me to do it? Do it. Uh, I watched Mad Max and Mad Max 2 mm. or Mad Max The Road Warrior or just The Road Warrior. The That's... recent two <laughs> Mad Maxes? No, these are the first two. Oh, okay. So that that's where the confusion. I was saying how in America, yeah, Mad Max Two, that. in the, in America, Mad Max Two is not called Mad Max Two. It was just called the Road Warrior. Oh, I didn't know that. Which was like, well, why? Because well, Mad Max One wasn't very popular. So uh, I had assumed I'd seen all of these, all the original Mel Gibson ones, but I think I'd only seen two and three, uh, because the first Mad Max movie is way different. Huh. That it's it's still like. Uh, the world isn't great, but it's still like normal. There's still society. Like they go to bars and like he's, oh, he's a cop. He's a cop. And there's like the biker gang is doing bad stuff. And, you know, times aren't great 
but it's not it's not like a wasteland. Just like right now. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's it's very it's more like real driving. I mean the, the re- I mean the reason it wasn't a wasteland is this was a super low budget movie they they filmed without permits. Like they were they filming these things in, in Riverside. Well they just filmed yeah in in, in rural Australia. They it's just gorilla filmed, filmmaking. They filmed car chases just on freeways and they'd have people like scout and be like, all right, it's clear. We can do the car chase. No way. Uh, Yeah. I haven't uh, seen the originals. I saw the new number one and that just kind of thing makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that kind of dystopian society. I like utopian societies. Yeah. So I don't like any of that kind of stuff. Like I never watched, um, it's a biker gang show on FX. I don't need Sons that. Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I, real I don't life. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Well, yeah. So so Mad Max 1 is, is very, it's much more grounded. And it's like, it's like a cool feat. And I mean, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Like, even though it's it's a very basic movie. And it's like, Mel Gibson doesn't really even talk that much. And there's no one else in it. You'd, you'd know, but it's. That's what makes, him, makes it cool. Yeah. And you're like. Down the road, you're going to work with John Lithgow. Yeah, that's that's what everyone's <laughs> waiting for. Yeah. Uh, but then, then Mad Max Two is the one that I think is that's what's iconic. That's the one with the the biker gangs and like crazy outfits and all that, like the weird shit that people know. And like him with the dog, and and it is the whole world is destroyed, and people are fighting each other over drops of oil and that kind of stuff. And that's that's a very like influential movie to everything and that that's that's what i that's what i like kind of just thought oh they were they were all like that and i've seen all of them but like no that's that's that started in uh, mad max 2 um, interesting but so and what another thing that's interesting is uh mad max 1 is on amazon prime and mad max 2 and 3 are on hbo max so uh, you never know how any of that works but i was able to watch both of them because i found oh well i could i got both services so yeah bingo yeah, I recommend both of them. They're they're very well done for what the budget they had. You mm-hmm. know, there's no there's no CGI in these movies, and they do some crazy shit for knowing that it's like low budget. Yeah, maybe I'll get around to watching those. Probably not, but maybe I'll watch the first uh, number two movie. All right, well, I'll do one, then you close out, and then I'll do my last one. Okay. I watched Dante's Peak on HBO. Okay. Uh, I hadn't seen this in, you know, 20 years or something. And I confused it, which I'm sure I'd, everyone did at the time with the movie Volcano. Yeah. Uh, very different, though. Came out similar times, right? Yeah, I think it was like the same year. Yeah. So that often happens. And fun fact about Volcano. There was, a, a I think, a little like boy in the movie and he had like a teddy bear or something, if I remember right. Again, I'm going off of knowledge from 20 years ago. Well, that kid was in one of my basketball camps like 10 years later or something when we're or probably six years later or something at Chapman University. Yeah. Yeah. He was a little superstar, uh, not in basketball, but uh, from being in the movie. Uh, well, Dante's Peak has Pierce Brosnan and uh, Linda Hamilton of Terminator fame. And that's about it. And yeah, I mean, uh, any of these doomsday end of the world movies are fun. Uh, older ones tend to be more fun because they're usually pretty poor in the graphics department. 
So you you like movies where the world is ending, but you don't like movies where the world has already ended. Correct. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. Um I, I like that I don't know. When it's already ended and it's just like everyone's just a coyote, I, I don't care. Like in, unless it's like Terminator like flashbacks or something, because that's fun. But I don't know, when it's like, oh, I don't have a family and this and that and the world is you know, caveman people, it's like, eh, I'm out. Uh, I mean, that goes for like shows like Shameless. Like, I don't need that either. Um, I don't know. Just be on the right side, you know? Um, but yeah, this movie, it's fun. Uh, the island, uh, the island, the volcano explodes and it has uh, Brian Reddy of uh, Seinfeld fame, but not his voice. If you remember, he ha- he's the high talker. who sounds like a woman. And so Elaine confuses him with the girl like he's dating. So whenever you see him in a movie, just think of that. But in this movie, he actually speaks and he actually has a man's voice. Uh, Are you looking it up? So you know who I'm talking about? I don't. It's Brian Reddy. If you saw his face, you'd remember him. He, he takes Elaine's phone call and uh, and he's like, this is Bob. And she thinks she's talking to Gail or whatever. Okay. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it's like I said, it's fine. It's, it's jam-packed with action and uh i guess maybe some science you know acid rain uh eats away at you know the lake becomes acid because of the you know gases in the air and seeping through the ground and all that kind of stuff and yeah the boat disintegrates yep. and the grandma's a lunatic um yeah lava you know it's cool yeah and i think that that's like real that that mountain can actually be a volcano yeah same with uh isn't it uh, yosemite I don't know. <laughs> I'm not uh, aware of every volcano out there. Okay. Well, you want to do one? I'm going to look this up and then I'm getting back to you. Cause I know there, it might, maybe it's uh, in Montana. I'm thinking of and Yellowstone. Uh, I often blur the two. I'm looking it up. You go in for your last one or two, however many you have. All right. My last two uh, couldn't be more different. So uh, the first one I got, I mentioned it earlier, cradle to the grave starring DMX and Jet Li. Uh, and a lot of people like it's there were more people in this than I thought. Uh, Anthony Anderson, Gabrielle Union, Tom Arnold. That's, that was weird. Uh, the Iron Chef was in it. So there's uh, a the, single Iron Chef. You know, the guy who, like hosted the Iron Chef. Oh, yeah. Like he's like a real martial artist. He was in John Wick three. Uh, and I remember seeing like that guy looks familiar. And I looked up. Oh, it's shit. It's the guy from the Iron Chef. Well, what he's the bad guy. This? This is Cradle to the Grave. Oh, okay. With DMX. Yes. So, uh, but I, I found it to be very enjoyable. Like the, the comic relief people were really good. So Tom Arnold and, and Anthony Anderson. And then, you know, Jet Li's doing his thing. And DMX was not like a horrible actor by any means. And they really uh, put him in the good, good positions. There was a scene where he like needs to escape. And then he's looking around and then he sees an ATV and you're like, Oh, they're doing it. They're going to do it. He's going to get on the ATV and ride away. And it's going to be just like his music videos. And then he gets on it. And then that's when they play X going to give it to you. And I looked it up. That song was written for this movie. That was the first time anyone had heard it was for this movie. He's like, no, I'm going to do something new. And that ended up being probably never heard. Yeah. That's probably his biggest hit. It was for this movie. That's uh, that's, incredible yeah, uh, okay. 
but I, I did my, my research. So the, the director here, he uh, he had yeah, him and DMX. Thing. So basically, like most of this cast all worked together for three movies. So uh, Romeo Must Die, which I never saw. That's also Jet Li and DMX and all the, those people. Uh, Tom Arnold and Anthony Anderson are also comic relief. What, in are they that movie. signed to a, uh, a Netflix deal? Yeah, and then same three thing with the, same thing with Exit Wounds, where it's most of that cast, but without instead of Jet Li, it's Steven Seagal. So interesting. Yeah, that's uh, and I've never seen any of those movies, and I was uh, thoroughly entertained by this. Hmm. Uh, by no means is it is it a good movie, but it's a it is a good action movie from late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. It's kind of like it's, you know, it's like Rush Hour. I think they really ripped off Rush Hour. Like, hey, we'll, we'll pair the black guy with because it's like the same thing where Jet Li is like a a cop from Taiwan. Yeah, but Jackie Chan has a yeah. more comedic timing. Yeah. No, I'm not saying this is as good as Rush Hour. No, oh. I'm just saying it's, it's kind of like they ripped off that where it's like, oh, we'll pair the black guy with the cop from Asia who doesn't really know how things work here, but he's good at fighting mm-hmm. and then some kid will get kidnapped and you, there you go there's the script so brilliant but there's a uh, a great end credits sequence like as the credits play it um it's tom arnold and anthony anderson them just like improving, like how they would make the, what just happened into a movie and it was very much like the scene in Pineapple Express. And I was like, I wonder if they ripped that off. Maybe. Remember the the, the breakfast scene? Yeah. Where they're just like recounting what happened. And it's it's like, oh, well, this movie did it first. So. <laughs> Interesting. So if you want to honor DMX, you can watch Cradle to the Grave on HBO Max now. Get it while you can. Yeah. All right. All right, so last yeah. one. Your last one. And I said, couldn't be more different. Another thing I watched on HBO. The Notebook. Uh, Emma from about a year ago, early 2020, mm-hmm. uh, before the pandemic. It was uh, it came out. Uh, good good reviews. It's uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, who's like the biggest star in the world right now. Uh, and it is a, a Jane Austen book. So it is old English times. So I, I didn't know too much about it uh, other than I was like, oh, I got good reviews. It's on HBO. Um, but the thing that I know most about it is that the movie Clueless is an adaptation of this book as well. So Clueless is a is an absolute classic to me. Yeah, is Paul Rudd in this one? He's not, but mm-hmm. there's there's a comparable character, of course. Yeah. Um, so Played what I didn't Anthony know is Anderson. <laughs> so what I didn't know I didn't know is that oh, it's got Bill Nye in it. <laughs> Bill Nye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's her father. But um, I didn't know that Clueless basically was was so much an adaptation of that book that like it is the same plot. Just one set in modern Beverly Hills yeah, and one set cheap. in the 1800s. Uh, it's like the same. It's the same plot that she's a a single girl who prides herself on setting other people up. But, you know, as can't if, find, yeah, she can't find love herself, <laughs> you know. Uh, but it is, it's it's good. It's interesting. It's very interesting visually. It's there's some like really great shots and like incredible sets because it, you know, they have to uh, be back in the past and everything. And 
Uh, it is nominated for best like makeup and best best costumes and all that stuff for the Academy Awards. So probably has a good chance of winning those awards because they they did a great job of that stuff. But it is uh, it's definitely a uh, a girl movie. But uh, you know, I'm 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 fine with watching those if they're good enough. So hmm. okay, yeah, I haven't heard of this. So like I said, the exact opposite of the DMX movie. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> all right, well, uh, you ready for my last one? And by the way. There is a super volcano in Yellowstone called uh, Yellowstone Caldera. And uh, the last eruption was approximately 630,000 year, uh, years ago. And uh, it is a, okay. a, a super volcano, as they say. So, so like if it did erupt, like we'd be we're, all, we're all dead in California, Pretty probably. Much. Yeah. It goes all the way to Boise or something. Yeah. And it's about 30 by 45 miles in size mm. could so. you destroy the one ring inside of that volcano uh, i think if you sent stanley tucci to do it you probably could okay uh yes so yeah i remember i think i did a report about this in like fourth grade or something okay but uh my last movie uh because this isn't the volcano podcast uh tune into that one tomorrow uh all things volcano uh but my last movie is on amazon it is a 2020 movie as well. And uh, it's not an Amazon original. They just, I think, have it right now. Uh, starring Russell Crowe, Jimmy Simpson for a minute uh, or two. Uh, and uh, some other people you probably may recognize. Uh, Russell Crowe is unhinged. Are you familiar, Andy? Uh, I did put it on my list. So it's like the new... Uh, like modern day version of like falling down Michael Douglas. Have you seen that one? Uh, yeah. Back in the day, like 1993. That one is, I, I always have liked that movie. I, I've watched that with my dad a few times uh, back in the day. Uh, this one is a little darker and uh, you know, Michael Douglas, you, you're like, Oh yeah. Like th- he, like this world's just, it's, it's throwing a lot at him. Like he's going to retaliate. This one's like, uh, this guy's a lunatic. Um, um, I'd be more afraid of Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Michael Douglas, to be fair, had an Uzi. And, yeah. Uh, grenades. <laughs> He's dressed like a, a Mormon uh, riding a bike through your town. Uh, short sleeve of the tie. Uh, this one, yeah, it, Russell Crowe is, looks like a, a foreman for a construction company or something. It's a big old truck. But uh, it, it kicks things off with a bang right off the bat. It, it, it just erupts and uh it doesn't really settle down and a, a lot of the times just like holy shit uh throughout the show and it's it's violent uh there's there's a uh, death um yeah it's uh also some things are like come on uh involving a cell phone for instance but they they clear it all up i guess they do their part of making it work um i don't want to give too much away um, but I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I think it's about an hour 40 it's on Amazon. I don't know how long it will be there for. I would check it out. Uh, if you, if you're looking for a, a Russell Crowe flick, it's not gladiator yeah. by any means, but it's, it's not a lot of people were bored by master and commander. It's not that either. Uh, although I liked master and commander. Yeah. Well, I'm a big fan of the, like, uh, actor who's too old to be in action movies still doing action movies yeah they're a lot of fun and so. by the way 
in case people look it up, he is wearing a fat suit for this movie. That's true. He you didn't look- put on uh, weight for this movie. I read that. He wears a fat suit. So what does he look like? Because like, I don't know. Because I had heard it like in real di- modern day, like he's he's gained weight. Uh, oh, he is pretty big in this movie. Okay, I see. Yeah, that. he's a big guy. Saying, like he's he's a big guy in, in real life now, but oh, he's. Yeah, so I, I guess in an interview, they asked him if he was going to put on the weight for this movie. And he said, after doing that and whatever movie it was, he uh, he didn't think it would be healthy at his older age now. It'd probably be harder to get it off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it's it's fun. It's uh, it's violent. It makes you think, like, put yourself in someone else's shoes before you get mad at them. Type of thing, you know? So, yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> oh, Andy. Check that out. Uh, Jimmy Simpson's great, uh, but he's also uh, not in there a whole lot. All right. Well, anything else to add before we uh, wrap up? No. We need a good episode. Yeah, it's been another solid hour and five here. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, conclude on that note. You've been listening to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 214. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road, Road Rage Andy. Yes, I was here. We'll see you later.